to go blue crew. I'm nervous as nervous can be, Derek, for Saturday night at Penn State, a whiteout. I just, it's, it's not even to the point where I'm like hopeless. I'm just thinking, worst case scenario, Michigan gets run out of the stadium and they become the laughing stock of the college football landscape. That's just my pessimistic side. I want you to like bring me down back to earth and let me know that everything is going to be okay. First off, I don't think that Jim Harbaugh is going to get run over at all. Uh, he was beat pretty badly by a, I'm pretty sure, uh, it wasn't a championship Ohio State team, I guess, but a good Ohio State team in his first year. They're not going to get run out because their defense isn't going to allow Penn State to get up so much that it's that it turns into a laughing stock. However, I will say that Michigan's offense has to do something because I can definitely see this being a 17 to 3 or a 24 to 10 game if Michigan can't consistently put up points. But I think the defense will do enough of a great job uh, throughout the entire contest that we won't see uh, Michigan get run out of the stadium and sent back to Ann Arbor with the entire nation laughing at him. So you you have this feeling that Michigan isn't going to get run over, but are you, um, do you have like a positive outlook? Are you seriously hopeful that Michigan can win against Penn State? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's some pretty key things that would need to happen if that's the case. I think at this point, uh, I'm probably predicting a loss, uh, maybe a close loss, or at least one that was close until maybe Penn State puts them away. Uh, however, I think if you can if you can eliminate and kind of contain Saquon Barkley the best you can, uh, also match whatever running back wants to perform well for Michigan, if you can have all three match the output of, of Saquon Barkley. Uh, obviously, again, defense has to play very well throughout the entire game. And then, like we talked about earlier this week, John O'Corn can win at Michigan, but he's got to make key plays to make that happen. So if the offense can click uh, even a bit more than they did against Indiana, where they were able to put up 27 points, then I think obviously uh, Michigan has a chance. Is it a, is it a far uh, far shot, I maybe, uh, but I don't want to count them out like I think many people are already at this point in the week. See, I don't want to say I've counted them out. I just I'm looking at some key factors, like for example, Penn State's opponents don't start with very good field position. They aren't efficient on offense. They don't come up with explosive plays. Like these are problems that Michigan already has. And then you look at Penn State's defense. And those are their advantages. So it's just those are two things coming together that make me believe um, or at least make me think that, you know, if Michigan loses by like 15 to 20 points, I'm not going to be all that surprised, to be honest with you. Yeah, and I can see that. I think one of the things that I think about is you don't want to bring up last year's matchup because both teams are in a very different scenario. But when I look at Mark D'Antonio and I look at Jim Harbaugh, I think that Mark D'Antonio outcoached Jim Harbaugh uh, under the lights at Michigan. I think that Jim Harbaugh is a better coach uh, than James Franklin, and I think that him and his staff, if they make better decisions like they proved to have done against Indiana, 
uh, in comparison to some of the play calling against Michigan State, I think that Jim Harbaugh can manage a game and outcoach James Franklin. I would say if you look at Jim Harbaugh and, and you compare him to the rest of the Big Ten coaches, I'd say Urban Meyer and Mark D'Antonio minus uh, Michigan State's really bad year kind of have uh, an advantage over Jim Harbaugh. Maybe it's an intimidation factor because of the rivalry. However, I don't think that Jim Harbaugh is intimidated by Franklin and Penn State at all. I think that this is a team that is beatable. They almost lost to Iowa. I know that's a death trap anytime you you travel out there, but Penn State has showed at times this year uh, some struggles, even on offense. So if Michigan plays solid D, uh, makes the right decisions from a coaching standpoint, and can execute even better than they did against Indiana, then I do think they have a shot. However, with what we've seen at points of this season, at multiple points this season, uh, Michigan could get in trouble. And if they start getting down 14, down 17, I don't think this is a Michigan team that is going to come back on a team like Penn State. Yeah, that kind of leads into one of my big worries here is that you know uh, you have a defense that is world-class, so good, but you can't expect them to be perfect on every drive. And they're going to give up one or two drives and that result in points. And it's like, at what point can Michigan's offense no longer mount a comeback? You'd like to think, you know, ideally it's like um, you're down 15 in the fourth quarter. You're like, all right, you know, there's still a chance. I would not be thinking that if Michigan is down 15 in the fourth quarter this season because I've seen this offense. I know what it can and can't do. And I just I don't have a whole lot of hope there. So the the margin for error for your defense is so small now. You know, Penn State's offense obviously you know it's it struggled a little bit against Iowa for sure, but for the most part this season it's looked pretty good. And they have multiple weapons that they can use, especially in the passing game. So the margin for error shrinks, and that's that's got me kind of worried because I love the defense, but it can't hold up forever. And it's going to allow a couple drives here and there where Penn State is able to convert those into points. Yeah, absolutely. Penn State's going to score, and I'd be surprised if they don't score at least 20 points. It's just a matter of if Michigan can keep pace. But just like Michigan's defense isn't perfect, and you can't expect them to stop a team on every drive, you can't expect Penn State's offense to be perfect and score on every drive. And especially like... Uh, against a defense like Michigan's. And so, obviously, you try to win. Uh, Your defense has to be better than Penn State's offense. Your offense has to at least be reputable on the field. And then if you can win uh, the third category in special teams, uh, and then obviously categories outside of that, turnover-free football, forcing turnovers, uh, and then avoiding penalties. I mean, what an atrocious amount of penalties Michigan had against Indiana. That's not going to win any ball game moving forward, maybe besides a a Rutgers or a Maryland. Uh, If you can win in key categories outside of the the offense versus their defense, and then maybe at least play even between offense and defense, uh, speaking of Michigan's defense, then I think you have a shot. But again, uh, if Penn State's rolling early and Michigan's defense doesn't figure it out until the second half, and then at the same time, Michigan's offense wasn't able to score more than maybe once in the first half. You're right, down 10 or 15 in the fourth quarter, uh, tough team to come back on. And then just like the Iowa game where Penn State couldn't figure it out for so long, they scored when it mattered and they won the ball game. And so I truly believe that in a situation where it's close at the end, if it comes down to Penn State and offense, 
Uh, Saquon Barkley is going to find a way to, to get his team close to the end zone. That's just the type of player he is. Uh, the hype is absolutely real when it comes to comes to him on the on the field. And so, yeah, in a close game, I think it goes to Penn State. I think this game ultimately goes to Penn State, but I'm not counting them out. And, and I think that if the right Michigan team shows up on the field this Saturday night, I think that uh, they have a chance to pull off an upset. Okay, so you're on the record now. You think Penn State's going to win. But let's uh, play a little game here called Do You Agree with the Advanced Statistics? So looking at S&P Plus, Bill Connolly on uh, SB Nation's Football Study Hall, it's giving Michigan a 28% chance to win. And then we head over to ESPN's Football Power Index, giving Michigan a 12.6% chance to win do you think those are, are reasonable, or would you give Michigan a little more or, God forbid, a little less? Uh, definitely not less. I would say I'm right around that maybe 30 to, to 40 range. Um, definitely not an even game. Uh, I do I do think that it's really going to come down to how John O'Korn responds uh, to two uh, poor efforts uh, obviously in Indiana wasn't needed as much, but it can't just be Karan Higdon on the ground this week. Uh, I think that ESPN's is really low. 12.6 just seems disrespectful in my opinion, but I've never thought that uh, Michigan got, got the love that some other teams do. And I definitely think Jim Harbaugh is more easily criticized than many of the coaches uh, in college football in general. So I'd say that 12.6 is, is pretty far off to what I'm thinking. What about you? I would. Um, I'm leaning towards Bill Connolly's model here with the twenty uh, some percent. <clears throat> you know, I think that's a little more reasonable. Twenty eight percent. I think that's a little more reasonable, and it it sort of um, obviously it makes me feel better, but it it sort of reminds me of a game that you know maybe like let's say I'm trying to think of a of a good example. You know where where Michigan is like the better team and they've got a uh, a good night crowd. Like Wisconsin last year. It wasn't a night game, but it went into the night. You know, it was one of the big games. I feel like Michigan is in Wisconsin's shoes from last year, maybe a little bit worse. But it's one of those situations, you know, if, if that makes sense. does Or am I just rambling? Does that not make any sense at all? No, that, that absolutely makes sense. I, I'm with you there. I, I think that... You're right. I mean, there's clearly a favorite uh, to the national scene, to to guys that have analytics and want to put together numbers. Penn State is on paper, and from what we've seen in live action and film, Penn State's the better football team. Penn State was going to be the better football team even if Michigan beat Michigan State. That's just how uh, it looks this year with how Penn State's been able to perform on a consistent level so far, really outside of the outlier Iowa game. But you're right. I think this is a similar situation where it's an environment that plays really well up to to what Penn State's feeling. They're feeling like one of the best teams in the country. Their fans all think that they're a national championship caliber team. And, and Michigan kind of has that Wisconsin mentality of everybody's talking about Penn State. Uh, let's go in and, and kind of rain on their parade. And I hope Michigan at least puts something on the field, uh, brings an effort that Let's you see, okay, do we have positive things to talk about next week when we podcast? Is there something good that we can take away from this rather than this is a game where Michigan has no chance and from quarter number one, Michigan had no chance at all? 
Yeah, that'll be interesting next week to see which direction the narrative is driven after this Penn State game. So obviously people are talking about and are scared of the Penn State offense. And, you know, for good reason. It's looked pretty good. They've got some really good threats over there, including Saquon Barkley. But it's a defense that has me really worried. I mean, this is a defense that hasn't allowed more than 19 points this season. They've shut out two opponents. Granted, it was Akron and Georgia State, but they've been pretty locked down for the most part this season. And you look at an offense like like what Michigan has, and you wonder where they're going to find success. So do you think they stick with the Indiana game plan and go with the power running game and see where that takes them? Do you think they open it up a little bit more? I really don't know. If, you know, if I had to guess, I would I would say they stick to the power running game, but it could go any it could go any direction just because Penn State's defense has been so good that you need to be prepared to have to branch out a little bit. Yeah, and that's what we talked about when we talked about whether or not John O'Corn can can do enough to allow Michigan to to win in general, let alone then win a game like this. But I do think that the plan. Uh, Jim Harbaugh's plan will be a condensed offensive scheme again, and we want to run it down their throats. Uh, and until you can prove to stop us on a consistent basis uh, while we're trying to pound it on the ground, then uh, we're going to continue to do so. I would love to see a first half where the scoring is low on both ends, where Michigan can head in the locker room feeling like they're in it, and then maybe they come out with their halftime adjustments. The defense continues to play at a high level, if not better than in the first half. And maybe John O'Corn had enough going for him in the first half, even though maybe it was simplified, uh, that Michigan can kind of unload the playbook a little bit as he gets comfortable on the road. In an environment, if you've played the entire first half at Penn State, you're obviously used to the crowd and you're used to the atmosphere. If Michigan can kind of uh, win or tie that first half, I think that obviously gives the advantage to Michigan because they've proven that halftime adjustments have worked out in their favor. And and the run game's not going to work the entire time. I don't think they're going to rush for 400 yards or anything as a team, but if you can rush for anywhere from 250 to, to, to 300, uh, they've been really good with gap-based runs this year. Uh, and then again, John O'Corn just has to make a few more plays than he did last week. I think that that's enough of a balance to at least hang with Penn State, uh, even though they, they boast a pretty good defense there. Hey, I'm totally fine with um, sticking to the power running game. The only thing I would like to see change is um as i go back to play calling it's gotten a little better in my opinion but against indiana you know i recall uh, i think i texted you about this at halftime but it was like a third and seven and michigan lines up in i formation a receiver on either side and it, it, they just run a, a double go it's just streaks outside and john o'corn just he can't make that throw and matter of fact it, it was picked off and there was kind of a bogus pass interference that negated the turnover. But it was just such a weird third and seven call to, to get in the eye and have two receivers just run go routes. It didn't make a whole lot of sense. I think the play calling can never get as bad as it was against Michigan State. And I thought it looked better against Indiana, you know, especially with uh, the success that the running game was having. So I, I have no beef with trying to keep it on the ground grind out plays, grind out drives, grind out quarters, grind out halves, and eventually grind out a game. It's just, you know, I'd like to see um, in those third and seven situations, I'd like to see Michigan 
dial up something for third and seven, you know, rather than like a, a second and one where, you know, if you throw the ball downfield and it's an incomplete pass or you overthrow it or underthrow it, as long as it's not a turnover, you know, no, no, no real harm done. I would just like to see a, some more sensible play calling, even though I do very much agree that it has gotten better. Yeah, one of the things that I'd like before we wrap up is we talked about this too uh, at halftime of the game on Saturday is Jim Harbaugh has a chance to to potentially score again before the half. Uh, and, and I think that if he's more aggressive this Saturday against Penn State in a situation that allows him to be, you don't want him to, to push it or force it and have a, have a bad turnover or something. But in a situation where there's two minutes to play, uh, and you have a chance to maybe drive down the field, uh, be willing to take a shot. Now, find an efficient play like you're talking about in the third and seven. Find a play that, that works and doesn't force John O'Korn to, to do something too dangerous, and then make sure that John O'Korn's willing to throw the ball away if it's looking like he's going to be in trouble. Because uh, you don't want to obviously give Penn State a chance to score, but if there's two minutes or under and Michigan has the ball or, or even just over a minute and a timeout or two, I would like to see Jim Harbaugh be aggressive on the road uh, and really show that they're not afraid to get after it. And even if there is a mistake, maybe a, a turnover right at the goal line and, oh, well, they didn't score, I'd like to see them at least have a chance rather than taking a kneel or, or calling a simple draw play and, and letting the clock expire. No, I, th- I, th- I think you're totally right. And, um, yeah, I forget if you mentioned this, but that was another situation that I was texting you about I'm pretty sure just um you know trying to trying to get a little aggressive there and don't just let the clock run out so hey thanks for checking us out today on the go blue crew you can find us on twitter and facebook at wolverine sounds and that's where you can also find us on itunes so thanks for listening we're going to be looking forward to a big hopefully michigan win on saturday night so go blue go blue